In Albany, there is nothing to do, so we go to the mall again, just like we always do. And this is Alex, and you're listening to the Heritage Mall Blues Podcast, the show where we talk about things related to our local area here in Oregon. Lynn County, Oregon. Yeah, like... And Benton County. No, fuck Benton County. Just just Lynn County. No, no, I don't care. I'm kidding. There's some crazy shit that happens in Corvallis. We should add that. Yeah, you know, Albany, Corvallis, Lebanon, all the little... Sweet home, where they all go to get divorced. No, not sweet home. What? Why not I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Sorry. Okay. Anyway, yeah, we're talking about Oregon. Should we introduce ourselves or should we just get right into whatever we're going to do? No, go ahead, Alex. Tell me how long you've lived in our beautiful, amazing community. I think it has been exactly 10 years that I lived here now. Mm -hmm. I I moved here at the end of 2005, but I lived here in the 90s also. Mm -hmm. You know, I visited a lot in 94. I lived here in most of 96. So yeah, I, I used to live here. I'm not a native, but I live here now and I'm making the best of it. (laughs) <laughs> just just chugging right along, taking it one day at a time. <laughs> How about you? I know you've been away for a while, but... I went away for a long time, and then I came back because... It sounds like a prison sentence. It is. Were you in prison? <laughs> I was doing stuff. Um, no, I, I grew up here. I was born a few cities over, but I, I grew up here mm-hmm. and um, absolutely fucking hated it growing up. I hated the schools and all the bullies and all the stupid girls and the crazy cliques. And, you know, I used to get tormented growing up in this community. And I swear to God, I would grow up and hit the big city and never look back. And I grew up and hit the big city and came back. <laughs> you did it for a while, though. It's... I did it for a while. Yeah, I did. So, you know, I'm back. Yeah. Yay. Yay. (laughs) So I don't want to sound angry about the community because it does have a soft spot in my heart growing up here. We did have a lot of pretty amazing things like Hangar 18 and Cruising the Gut. That's going to age me right there. What's Hangar 18? Hangar 18 was a really cool arcade. Really Really? cool arcade. Yeah. It was a really cool arcade that we hung out. I don't think it really lasted long. Like an 80s style arcade. 80s kind of thing. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we had an 80s styles arcade in town, and we cruised the gut, and we used to, um, you know, there's a lot of really good memories that happened here, and it does have a soft spot in my heart. So I don't entirely hate the community, and I do have a deeper appreciation for it, having gone away and came back. So We're just making this podcast to make fun of it, that's all. Yes. Because <laughs> we love it. <laughs> now we're just going to make fun of people. Yep. So before we get started, I guess we should mention that we have a website, heritagemallblues.com. We have a Facebook. What's the Facebook? Is it just... Heritage Mall Blues. Okay. Facebook.com slash Heritage Mall Blues. So if anyone wants to hear archives of this show or anything else that we've done, just go to the Facebook or the website. But I think (laughs) it's time to read some police logs. Okay. Area police logs. Because those are always funny, especially Lebanon's. (laughs) I think Lebanon purposely makes them funny, but I'm not sure about that. I, I've seen some funny ones in Albany over the time, but yeah, I mean, can you imagine being the person that has to write the shit out all <laughs> the time? I mean, come on. 
<laughs> yeah, maybe they're just they get bored, so they, they just Lebanon especially they seem to to I don't know maybe we should just read them and stop talking about them. yeah right okay so what do you have first for <clears throat> Lebanon this week let me see um, Monday December seventh at one forty eight p.m. a basketball was lying on its side and blocking pedestrian traffic on the sidewalk in the eight hundred block <laughs> of Morton Street. Oh yeah, I, I can't imagine the people that were blocked up on that. Right. For so hours. I'm not into sports. But <laughs> basketballs are spheres, right? Yeah. So which side is the side? I don't know. Uh, basketball. Okay, I'm sorry. What was it again? The basketball was blocking traffic? Yeah, blocking pedestrian traffic on the sidewalk. Okay. So it's got to be a basketball net, right? Like one of those big things that people... I don't know. It has to be. Like It can't be just a basketball. Oh, come on. I, I do notice a lot of typos in the Lebanon police log. Right. Or, well, or like missing words. and st- I think that's what it is. It's got to be a net. Because a basketball, no matter which side it's lying on, it's not going to... I mean... Maybe they didn't know how to describe the basketball (laughs) sitting on the ground. (laughs) Hint. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, even if it it was... was, definitely upside down. Maybe the part that says Wilson or whatever that was (laughs) on the side. Right. Even if it was a net. Let's just say, theoretically, it was the whole basketball pole, whatever they call that, netting, Mm -hmm. whatever... Is it really that hard to step over it? Yeah. Or is this even a police matter? I don't know. <laughs> like, why is it in the police log? I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. So that one's weird either way. Even if it's a net, it's weird. Yeah, it is pretty weird. But I don't know. What, what about you? Do you have any favorites so far? Uh, how about this one? A caller reported that he or she found live ammunition in the whatever block <laughs> of industrial way. Great. So, I mean. A gender, a gender neutral caller. <laughs> Yeah, how do they not know? <laughs> Andro- androgynous? Is that the word? Androgynous? Maybe. I don't Collar? know. Collar? Yeah. Or, or a, a heavy smoker. <laughs> like, I don't know how the paper gets their information, but maybe it's just the, the the police logs themselves. Just like the caller stated, you know, that maybe they just didn't have a male or female. Right. I but don't I don't know. know. They found ammunition. You'd think that'd be sort of important. Yeah. Oh, my God. Get this. On Wednesday, December 9th. I want you to hold on for this. Several decorations at Ralston Park fell down, most likely due Holy to wind. Holy crap. I don't, I don't care. What day was that? It. December 9th. I hope they rebuild. <laughs> I, I don't know how they're going to do it. They should just, it's more trouble than it's worth at this point. They should yeah. just stop doing Christmas decorations out there. Yeah. The mayor really needs to like, I don't know, state of emergency. <laughs> and how is that a police log matter? I mean, maybe I, I just don't understand how the whole thing works. I don't know. I mean, I know the police get stupid calls constantly all the time. I guess the paper just reports the funny ones. <laughs> well, okay. I really think it's that. I think the paper's doing this on purpose. I, I don't think Lebanon's really is insane. I don't know. Do you have any that you've, you've read here that you like anymore? Because there's a couple here that are really kind of getting to me. <laughs> uh, you go ahead. Okay. Let me see. Um, th- and I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant on this one. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> Tuesday, December 8th, 8.30 a.m., a caller in the 300 block of Isabella Street bought a laptop on Facebook and now believes it was stolen. Police contacted the owner of the computer and seized it for safekeeping. Now, chances are she bought this on one of those virtual garage sale sites that's run between Albany and Lebanon. And there's a those lot of them. Those are hilarious. Yeah, they are actually kind of hilarious. Uh, girls, and, and I say this with all good meaning, what the fuck is with all the chick who wears bedazzled pants and then resell them on these sites? I, I, I belong to a couple of these sites. And jeans seem to be the number one resell 
And they're the jeans that you see bedazzled all over the ass. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. But they're... Is that something that's sold in stores with bedazzled stuff? <laughs> I, I don't know how it works because I don't buy girls' a- pants. Apparently expensive because they're selling them for like $7,500 used. It's crazy. On, I don't understand. On Facebook? Yeah. They're selling them for that yeah, much? Wow. It's just I don't understand what the... We should get into that. We should get a piece of the bedazzled industry Let's just business. go to Goodwill and buy some jeans of bedazzle. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways... Here's the thing. She probably bought it on one of these garage sale sites. Half the time, I think people are stealing the shit and reposting it anyways, because it usually says still has the tags on it. And just if I don't get that, if it doesn't fit, return it, right? Mm -hmm. What's the deal? But Well, that's a normal thing for them to sell things that have clothes with tags on it? Oh, yeah. A lot of them still has tags, still has tags. You know, tried on, didn't like. Take it back to the fucking store. I mean, come on. It looks a little shady. It does to me. But if you're going to buy that does seem shady. a laptop or computer from somebody on one of these sites, chances are... Wait, I'm sorry. How did she find out, find out it was stolen? I, I'm, um, I'm not listening very well. I'm sorry. That's okay. It's just blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Stupid bitch. Blah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that makes sense now. Anyways, she bought a laptop on Facebook and now believes it was stolen. Um, I don't know. Maybe it was what? something she found in the hard drive. Maybe. Maybe maybe she had some instant messaging programs open still. Yeah. Where they were, hey, give me back my shit. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but, you know, if you're going to buy anything on these websites, you have to realize that there's a chance they could be broken, not of good quality. I've seen people stolen. on these sites. Yeah. Bitch about how there was a lady recently that was talking about how she had bought an iPod touch or something like that for her son for Christmas, but she couldn't get it open because it had a security password on there. And she contacted the people going, Hey, what's the password? And they couldn't tell her. So she can't open it. She can't use it. Her son can't, you know, use it because there's no way to break through the password. You have to have the password. Mm -hmm. And now she's bitching. And it's like, why didn't you turn this thing on before you paid money for it to test it? So, I don't know. People, come on. Be smarter than this. Test this shit before you give people money. I actually and if you're went not to going buy to, I-, I have a computer to sell I, you. I bought an iPhone 4 <laughs> on Craigslist uh, a few years ago, and uh, we met in a parking lot, and I, I asked him before we got there, I'm like, I need you to be able to turn this on so I can make sure it works and everything. He's like, sure, no problem. And I got there. He couldn't turn it on, so I didn't give him my $100. Awesome. I just, you know, because you don't know. It could just be uh, completely dead for all we know. Yeah. Or have a virus, or God only knows. So please, <laughs> I don't know. We should just we should just go down to the Goodwill and buy a bunch of broken computers and sell them on Facebook. Yes, <laughs> people aren't testing this shit. So anything else? I like the Seven Eleven one. <laughs> what happened uh, at Seven Eleven? At, at seven twenty-seven p.m. It would have been cooler if it was Seven Eleven p.m. <laughs> that would have. <laughs> Nacho cheese was spread on a Seven Eleven no. door handle. Oh my God! Was anybody hurt? I don't know. It doesn't say there's no details. I can't believe maybe the, I don't I don't really read the Lebanon paper. Maybe this was a front page news. Oh, there's yeah. more details. But yep. Nacho cheese on the 7-Eleven door handle. Jesus Christ. Can we call them up and interview them? Maybe. <laughs> yes, let's do let's do it. Let's right, call let's them up it. and find out why nacho cheese on a door handle was worth calling the police. See how many about. days they had to close down to to repair. Right. And make sure everyone's OK. Yeah. To see if anyone lost their job over it. Yeah. All right. All right. Here, <laughs> let me give them a call. 
Thank you for calling 7-Eleven. May I help you? Hello, this is Alex. I'm with the Heritage Mall Blues podcast. And I was just calling. I was hoping to find out some information about the uh, the criminal activity that took place there uh, this past week with the nacho cheese. The what? Uh, there was... I hope you've heard about this. Are you a new employee there? Uh, no, I've been here 20 plus years. Okay. I just... So uh, I, I think I you need to wait and call back tomorrow morning and talk to the owners. I can do that. But you haven't heard about the nacho cheese. I can't cheese give out any information over the phone on anything. You haven't heard about the nacho cheese that was spread on the on the door handle there? I you need to talk to the owners. Okay. All right. So it's a it's a very hush-hush thing. They don't talk about it to the well, public. Well, it's not hush-hush. It's just that employees don't it's the owners that take care of that. I understand. Kind of okay. Yeah. All right. I guess uh yeah, we can't really talk to them right maybe i'll call them tomorrow i don't know if i'll have time tomorrow to call back for the manager um let me see anything else oh um december 9th the neighbor was burning plastic across the street in the seven hair block of sherman they were street. what burning burning plastic what does that mean what burning plastic i don't know okay oh okay um December 2nd, 11, 16 p.m., a caller reported she had been having issues with a neighbor harassing her and found a condom on the property line. <laughs> okay. Uh, same day, 5, 19 a.m., a man was attempting to clean up the storm drain in 2000 block of South Santiam Highway. The subject left the area. I mean, come on, more kudos to him. He's cleaning up the storm drain. He's yeah, doing the he's city a of solid. Service. What the fuck? <laughs> Maybe it was flooding his in front of his house or something because right? the, the drain wasn't clear or something. I don't know. Oh, God. God bless Lebanon. <laughs> Is there anything else from any other area, Alex, that you can find? The only really good one I see in Albany today. I really don't want to scroll through police logs for all week, but here's one. Oh, come on. Come on. It'll be, it'll be burglary, meth, 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 <laughs> burglary. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, there was one here. I mean, this isn't even funny, but um, someone at Sunrise Park uh, got robbed at gunpoint, Jesus. stole his wallet. That's crazy. That is crazy. But yeah, no, that's not interesting though. Uh, here's one. An inmate at the Lynn County Jail called to report that her home was likely being broken into. According to law enforcement officials, it's not unusual for inmates to become burglary victims once word gets out that they are incarcerated. Yeah, meth, meth, burglary. <laughs> <laughs> but how does she know? Like, how She's not home. And if someone called her up and i mean if she called someone and they talked about it right. why wouldn't that person call the police did she use Is, her one phone call to call that maybe <laughs> i mean she's at the police station for fuck's sake come on <laughs> somebody can't take a report for her right there yeah i just don't get that at all that's ridiculous her home's being broken into how does she know yeah i want to know what she was arrested for i want all the details on that yep no name no name in that one just an inmate he or she <laughs> Maybe the same person that writes these for Lebanon writes those. Maybe. Can we talk about this thing that I got in the mail? Please. Okay. So I have a thing in my hand here <laughs> that was sent to my P.O. box from the historic Carousel and Museum in Albany, Oregon. You're familiar with it, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, it's, let's see. The historic Carousel and Museum invites you to our third annual imaginary benefit dinner. <laughs> With no expenses incurred, all proceeds benefit our community through the creation of the historic carousel and museum. So it's a fundraising thing. Right. But it, it's it's a fake dinner. Here, look, look. Just, yeah, I see. Isn't this awesome? So you, you donate, what is it? How, how much per plate? $50 a plate? Yes. Or 75 And if you want wine, uh, dinner and wine pairing, it's $75. Okay. And then there's a dessert option. I didn't correct? see that. Oh, dessert and coffee only. Oh, okay. It's... 
How much is that for? Uh, twenty-five dollars. So you can just donate twenty-five instead of fifty or seventy-five, um, or you can d- just do all of it for a hundred dollars. Yes, and it has number in your party times fifty dollars times seventy-five dollars. But the thing is, the weird thing, I, the thing that I think is kind of humorous is that it's imaginary. Like there's a full menu, but you don't actually get any of the food. It's like so many details on the food. Yes. Thank you for donating the cost of attending our imaginary benefit dinner. With no expenses incurred, all proceeds will directly benefit our community through the creation of the historic Carousel and Museum. Please enjoy from the comfort of your own home. So we're buying this imaginary stuff. We're giving them money. But are we paying for it twice if we're also going home and cooking this to enjoy from the comfort of our own home? I can't even cook that shit. I'm, I burn pizza. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty fancy. I've never had half of this stuff. Does it say what kind of dessert we get? Does it even give us a dessert menu? Oh, it has to. It's got to be in there. Oh, oh. Bourbon pecan pie sundae. Bourbon caramel ice cream, or caramel, however you choose to say it. Paired with crunchy candied pecans and pieces of pecan pie crust. Someone here likes pecans a lot. Have you noticed that? Because <laughs> up here in the salad, yeah. I'm not having the dessert. I hate caramel. Caramel? Caramel. Caramel. Motherfucker. Caramel. (laughs) However you choose to fuck up that word. (laughs) Let me see. Yeah. Oh, you know, and it includes, how is that? Alanin? Alan Brothers? I always thought it was Almond Brothers, but I guess I don't. Are we thinking of, is that a group, like a musical, the (laughs) Almond Brothers? Seriously, Carousel. That's probably what we're thinking. Carousel Blended Coffee. I mean, I wonder if that's even a real thing. We should call them up and ask them if they know that they're coffee that people are pimping out their coffee that we can like fake order imaginary coffee they should get a cut yeah the allen brothers yeah (laughs) yeah allen that's probably it (laughs) allen alan i don't know yeah whatever do they even have a carousel blend of coffee what does that mean carousel blend is it like the the mechanics of the carousel it's like crushing the coffee beans (laughs) mechanically separated carousel horses (laughs) like i'd like to order coffee i'm sorry you have to take a ride on the carousels it'll Blend up the coffee. So anyways, this is a... What do you think of the carousel, though? Like, do you think it's... I think it's dumb. Really? Yep. I think it's a cool idea. I mean, it's in that ugly building behind the post office. They're going to tear it down. It used to be a... um, Years ago, it used to be a a craft store. A really shitty craft store, I'd like to say. Hmm. (laughs) The only thing I remember... Oh, yeah, probably... it. Maybe it was left over from the craft store days, but... I went in there when I first moved to Albany about 10 years ago, and um, yeah, it was just a bunch of craft stuff, but then there was just a lot of weird, it's kind of like a thrift store type thing. It was neat, but it, it lasted maybe a year, and it was gone, and it's been abandoned, I think, since, until the carousel, people took it over. Yeah, It's a real shitty building, for sure, and it would be nice to have it down, because it's a bit of an eyesore, but for a carousel, I mean, I don't know, who the fuck is going to come to Albany, Oregon <laughs> For a carousel ride, when so many minutes up the street, you can go to one that's already established in Salem, in a much bigger metropolis, if you will, that has much that's more to true. offer children. Well, the thing is about the Salem carousel, it's within distance of the Gilbert House, and there's a lot of other activities going on the riverfront. What does Albany have for kids? The carousel? And I'm sorry, then, what's the Gilbert House? I'm not familiar with that. It's like a miniature OMSI for kids. It's oh. a, the science. They can do a bunch of discovery. How, how long has that like been around? That. I don't know. Probably the beginning of time. I've never even heard of it. I mean, you know, I'm not from Albany originally, so maybe that's why. But I, I wish I would have, because I would have taken my kids to that. It's we a go to Omsi cool and stuff. Yeah, it's a very cool place. I've taken okay. the kids there, and I like it. it. It's a very cool place. But 
there's a lot more for families. The carousels, what? Kids go ride the carousel while you're there. I'm going to go to the post office and <laughs> mail some shit. I mean, what's really over there? They're going to have a concession stand. Yeah, hot dogs. Yeah, cotton dogs candy. And... What else? I don't know. <laughs> Popcorn. I've, I've been to Salem's Carousel once with uh, another, another you know, friends with their kids and stuff, and my kids and everything. Mm-hmm. It's all right. The kids weren't really into it. You know, they were like you know, between six and ten at the time. I guess. Were you, you into know, it? No, no, not at all. And. <laughs> I don't know. Kids are just into video games. Like, if there's a video game on Steam about carousels, they'd probably probably be all into that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess, you know, like little kids, like, you know, two and three-year-olds maybe. And there's plenty of those, I guess. Yeah, there's plenty of those. But, I mean, come on. Anybody who's had a toddler knows how much it fucking sucks to get your kid to sit on that shit. <laughs> And then have them not scream. Or, it's not a fun now thing Now that to you do. mention it, the friends that I was with, their uh, one or two-year-old was crying a bunch. Yeah. I remember I was holding on to her, and she was just not happy to be on it. Yeah, great. Let's just I go have pictures. pay for you. To, you can benefit. <laughs> Torture your kids. Yeah, to make my kids scream. $5 per head. Mom's going to go home and get stoned afterwards. <laughs> In all seriousness, I think... From an economic standpoint, I don't see how this is going to benefit the community as a whole. I don't know if the answer to rebuilding our community is a carousel. But can it hurt, really? Well, I think it's already hurting. If this fails in any way and they cannot self-support, the city is out the money for the architectural aspect that they're donating to the project and for the purchase of the land. Is the city donating? I don't know any of this They already did. Yeah. They they bought the land and they're also donating – I'm sorry, forgiving a loan is what it says. Basically, they can't fit. I mean, I want people to forgive my loans. But apparently, Albany does that. (laughs) And they're doing that for the carousel. And um, so if they're not self-supportive, in a way, the the city's already paid. But here's my question. If the city's donated the money and forgiven this loan they supposedly gave, and they're donating architectural Whatever that means, whether it's a building or supplies or whatever. How is the carousel giving back? Are they giving back in bringing more business to downtown and rebuilding the community that way? Are well, they going to be? That's the idea, right? Yeah. But I mean, still, I, I sort of agree with you that. But how I, does I just, that money ever line the pockets of the city? The city's out that money. That's money that could have gone to other businesses and other things. True. Yeah. But, you know, people coming in and spending money is is their whole idea, I guess. Yeah. But Which where I, are they spending it? In downtown Albany. What are they doing? Okay. And, and they're paying all those Oregon taxes. Oh, wait, there's no. <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. Okay. So imagine that you're coming from out of town. You're like, hey, let's get the kids and let's go to the carousel today. Right? And you have a toddler or whatever. A three-year-old, a third grader, a small child, whatever, okay? And you're coming to Albany. What are you going to do? Are you, you might buy them an overpriced hot dog, maybe. If you're like any other parent in the world, you're already packing shit and putting it in the backpack to feed them in the car later. That's true. But what are you really doing in downtown? What are you doing with your child? Are you going to the one of the, like, 750 antique malls we have downtown? <laughs> Somebody. I don't get what you're saying. Like, there's going to be a carousel now. So, aren't, right. aren't you doing that? But how's that going back to the community? 
w- w- how, how is Albany making money off of the carousel? By bringing people into downtown to spend more money. But where? Wherever. Where are you going to... I'm not just trying to disagree with you. I I, I don't know. I, I just can't... You can be I can't the devil's see advocate. Being, it's okay. No, I can't see there being a, a ton of business at the carousel once it opens up. Because I've been to Salem's quite a few times, and it, it always seems kind of dead. I know it was busy, a little bit busy the day I took, um, you know, the families there. Maybe it was. I don't know. We had seven kids on our own, so maybe it was just us. Well, it'd be interesting to find out how well the Salem Carousel does, because twice when I've spoken to people about this who are involved with the Carousel Project, I've been given the same answer by two different people. Well, the Salem Carousel is self-sufficient, but we're not in Salem. Albany's a third of the size. We're not a capital community. (laughs) And... Um, there's really not a lot in close proximity for families to do other than to walk over to Monteith Park, the post office, um, maybe some of the restaurants downtown, which are pretty specialized and a little overpriced. It might do good on the uh, Thursday concert thing. But of course, that's the concert bringing in people, not the carousel. Right. Exactly. That's about it. And, and how, how long do those run? Just the summer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just Thursdays during the summer. I don't know how they think they're going to be self-sufficient otherwise. I think we should give them a call and uh, talk to somebody at the Carousel Place. I would assume they're open today. There's a phone number here on the pamphlet that I got. Do you think we should send them imaginary money and buy an imaginary For an imaginary dinner? Would you take me to imaginary <laughs> dinner, Alex, please? Sure. <laughs> I think they sell imaginary money in the toy aisle at Target or Walmart, probably. We should sign up for a few plates yeah. of imaginary dinner. We should show up wearing our imaginary clothing. It's <laughs> a great idea. <laughs> what do you think, though? Interview these people? I think we should call them and find out what they plan to do and how they plan on giving back to the community and, you know, how they respond to questions that they might view as negative. <laughs> I-, I just want to know. I want to know what they're going to do, because as much as I hated this town growing up in it, as much as I really, really hated it. Everybody hates their hometown <laughs> they when, do. They're, when they're you know younger. They do. They really do. But as much as I hated it growing up. It's an okay place. I've, I, I've grown to like it well, a little bit. <laughs> as much as I hated it growing up, coming back has really given me a new appreciation for this town and the people in it. And a lot of people that worked really hard and lived here, this was their whole lives. And seeing what's happened to some of the businesses here, it's heartbreaking to think that uh the city's just giving these people money, and I think it's a dumb shit idea, so yes, we should call them. <laughs> this sounds like a really good platform for me to call them with. All right, let's do it. Let's let's see if we can get a hold of them. What can go wrong? My name is Wendy Kirby, and I went to Missoula, Montana in 2002 and to an altruistic convention and came up, uh, talked to the mayor, and he told me about the fact that they had built a carousel. They carved their own animals and so forth. And I thought that that would be a great idea. And because we had just started urban renewal here in Albany on downtown, and I thought that um, that would be a good anchor at one end of First Street. And I came back with the idea. And uh, it took me a little while, but in 2000, summer of 2003, we started carving. And and so that's just kind of how it got started. And what kind of community support do you have right now? Oh, we have wonderful community support. 
of course, the city is very much for this. I think it took them a while, but uh, they they came on board pretty quickly. Uh, I think they they were just a little hesitant because they didn't know how serious we were. And uh, we have uh, support from many of the businesses, and of course, we have the support of five million plus that people have donated towards the building. So I would say that's pretty good community support. How do you come up with the number five million plus? Because that's how much money we have either been given or pledged. I see. We need about, oh, between 700000 to 500000 to finish out the amount that we need $6 million for the building. So you only have about 700000 left to raise to meet your $6 million goal? Yes. And can you tell me about some of the fundraisers that you're doing currently? Right now we have a blanket that we put on a special in our gift shop for the fundraiser just for the building, and that's it has all of the animals on it. We are currently doing, we mailed out a no dinner dinner. It's where we tell people if we was to have this dinner, what would be on the dinner, but just basically send us money. <laughs> and uh, it's, But we call it a no dinner dinner. I- I actually have one of those flyers here with me, and that's what prompted my call because it's an interesting, it's an interesting angle to raise money is to tell people here we want you to buy a fake dinner. <laughs> Who came up but, with this idea? Well, I will tell you, it's kind of a, a two prong way that we came up with that. One thing was is that. They used to do a tea, um, and I'm not sure if it was the one in Brownsville, but one year it just got too close to their deadline, and so they sent everybody a tea bag and told them, you know, to, you know, that this was the fundraiser and so they, they tea bagged they tea bagged the people or no, just tea bags to the people to each in each envelope they sent a tea bag. And uh, and said we we you know uh, actually buy a ticket to this tea that's not going to happen. <laughs> and here we're teabagging you in the process. I mean that's awful. Yeah, yeah. Here, well, we'll we'll just give you a tea bag, so you can you can have a cup of tea and imagine that you're at a tea. <laughs> and so it's uh, it has nothing to do with some of the things that are in the news today about teabags. But anyway, and the other thing was is that that kind of prompted me to come up with one of these no-dinner dinners. So basically what it is is calling people up and telling them, could you give us another donation? Doesn't that, I don't know, isn't, isn't that maybe slightly embarrassing to say, hey, we're trying to sell you a fake dinner? and And, and the menu is pretty... It's pretty specific. Organic baby spinach, caramelized yeah, pear know, with toasted know, walnuts. and <laughs> You know, I, I will tell you that this is the third or fourth year we've done it. And people send us money. People actually send you money. Um, how, how much money have you raised with the fake menu? I can't give you a um, number because I'm sure it's over a couple of thousand really? dollars. 
Wow. Do you send, if people send you money for an imaginary dinner, do you at least send like a complimentary tea bag back? Do you, (laughs) or do you send them like a, maybe a McDonald's coupon for a Happy Meal or something or free fries or? No, we send them a, we send them a thank you note and they can use it as a write off. Oh, I see. Okay. That, that's going to look weird on their taxes. I bought a fake dinner. (laughs) You're going to get a lot of people audited. Well, now wouldn't that be something? (laughs) Yeah. I could see where we could get a lot of phone calls. So what other money-making schemes do you guys have in the works to milk money from other people? (laughs) To milk some more money. Well, actually, you know, it is a beautiful project. Mm -hmm. I've um, I've been in there uh, and I've seen the work. It is really quite impressive. I give you that. Um, what what we uh, we've done is we've had an art show that where we had raised money. Uh, we did a wine tasting where people came and you know we talked and showed them all about. Uh, we did it at the carousel. How many and people showed up to that? Mm, that's a good question. Um, boy, this is recorded, and I'm not going to be able to give you an exact number. And I, uh, I don't. I mean, I I want to tell you that this is not an exact number. Okay. But I think about two hundred people. Okay. And how how big is Albany? We're about what fifty five thousand people or so. It's fifty plus. Okay. I, it, I don't so, think it's fifty five, but I know it's over fifty. And only two hundred showed. Are you not at all concerned about how this is going to go over once it's completed? Like, what kind of group of people are you aiming for that are going to come and do this? Is it birthday parties, weddings? Are you solely depending on the fact that you might have a lot of traffic when we have the river rhythms going on downtown? Because it doesn't seem like there's, there's really a big market for a carousel in Albany, Oregon. I mean, it's Albany, Oregon. Okay. Well, all I can tell you is is that we have between 2,000 and 3,000 people a month come through to look at what we've got now. Mm-hmm. And I believe that once we're open and we can operate and we have different programs and things going on, I believe that that'll triple. Okay, let's say hypothetically you open and it does just absolutely poorly. There's really not mm-hmm. the the traffic you were was expecting to happen here. Who foots the bill for everything? Um, in the first place, we are completely in the black. We have enough money now that we could run for four months without bringing in another dime. Okay, but well, let's say you're open eight months, a year later, and you still don't have the involvement or the interest that you were hoping the business, you know, the foot traffic, who then is responsible for paying for the bills? Uh, the, the carousel will be responsible for itself. We still, we always have been. I don't believe that it's not going to support itself because the Salem carousel supports itself. Yeah, but Salem is a much bigger city, right? And it's a little more central to people coming down from Portland and areas like that, where this is Albany. And to get there, you have to drive through Albany and across to the other side. And, you know, let's face it. I've been out of the area for a while. I came back not too long ago. And even I, coming into the area, was kind of like, wow, 
Albany kind of hit the tanker, you know, when you drive through, you see abandoned buildings, businesses that have gone under, and the economy sure has changed here a lot. So the curb appeal for Albany to come through to get to the historic side, I don't know. I, I don't see how that would really appeal to people. How do you plan to market yourself outside of the community to bring those people in? Well, we are, we do a lot of advertising through a lot of uh, a lot of the uh, travel Oregon. We are really uh, quite uh, heavily involved with that. We are we're going through. Uh, we are like out at the Blue Ox and the. Um, motorhome clubs and so forth, and we have about every uh, third grade class in Albany, Salem, or not Salem, um, Jefferson, Sweet Home, um, Lebanon. Are schools paying all of the places. to bring yeah, field they, trips? Schools to, yes. So you're charging schools to bring I, the kids in? We do not charge. Okay. No, <laughs> Well, I mean, if you uh, well, if you're going to bring, you know, can can we can we stop this for just a minute? Yeah. And and would you turn off the recorder? Yes. So, okay, I'm turning it back on. Uh, we're recording again, Wendy. And you're aware of that, correct? Yeah. Okay. So, no, I not hostility. I'm concerned. As a citizen who's been away from the community for a while and coming back and seeing a lot of businesses that have gone under, you know, the paper mill's gone. A lot of people lost their jobs here, and this community has really suffered and struggled. And from a political standpoint, I've been following the politics of Albany and what's been happening here the past few years. And it's heartbreaking as a longtime resident, someone who grew up in this community. It is heartbreaking to see what has happened to this community. And it's hard for me when I see a lot of things that should be happening here. I'm a little concerned. You know, we have this gorgeous carousel. I've seen the work. It's beautiful. I think the artists are amazing. I, I understand you want to bring some wonder to the community. I'm not quite sure who's going to benefit from the, you know, this. I mean, I don't know how the carousel will financially impact the economy, whether it's bringing more money and how you plan to do that. But it is a concern to me when I see such a great need in this community. A carousel, it, it seems like a pretty iffy bet, you know. How do you plan on helping? Well, how is this, if, if the carousel is going to be responsible for any of the bills, and the community is not going to foot the bills, how is this going to benefit the community as a whole, though? How are you going to bring some financial rebuilding to the economy here that's going to benefit the citizens? Well, in the first place, when people come here, and we, like I said, we have two and three, between 2,000 and 3,000 people a month that come through here, okay? They come to the carousel. They come from... We've had uh, from almost every, almost every country. We've had uh, every state except for one, and they come and they stop and buy meals somewhere. They stop and buy gas. They uh, come on tours. They stay in motels. And if you look at the motels, if you look at motels, the room tax has went up 
hugely this year. And part of that is because people are coming to see the carousel. Are you going to be offering a restaurant there, or are businesses going to be able to benefit from the foot traffic that you're expecting? The only thing we're going to have, and I talked to all of the restaurants and so forth about it, is we're going to just have the snack-type things. Mm -hmm. That's all we're going to have. We're not going to have anything that competes with anybody downtown. In other words, all we're going to have is a hot dog and popcorn and cotton candy, uh, things like that. Um, And I don't know, except for the theater is the only place that you can get a hot dog downtown. So we're not going to be in competition. Well, no, that's good. That's really good. That's very admirable of you to do because there's a lot of struggling businesses. We just haven't decided to willy-nilly run out and start a carousel and have the community not in mind and uh, not taking into consideration the businesses downtown, the restaurants downtown. What we want to do is we want to help them. Uh, And uh, go and ask the people in the restaurants and see what they think about it. Mm -hmm. What they think about the carousel. Have you asked anybody else? No, not yet. You're our first stop, Wendy. Okay, well, I still am a little bit concerned about um, most everybody is very much in favor of the carousel, and we are not going to go under. Well, I hope for your sake, and I hope for the community's sake, that's the truth, because, you know, as much as I hated this godforsaken armpit growing up, (laughs) coming back as an adult, it is really heart-wrenching to see a lot of the places that no longer exist are people suffering and struggling. We just opened up three new restaurants downtown. Um, some of the businesses are doing well. Uh, some are, but there's some that are really struggling. And it's easy to see when you drive by. How long have you lived in the community for? I moved here in 1993. I was born in Eugene. I have been around here all my life mm-hmm. in different parts, but I've actually lived, <clears throat> excuse me, in Albany since '93. Uh, mm-hmm. Right. Well, there are a lot of places that I see here that are gone, um, empty buildings, and a lot of the businesses that are still remaining. Well, their buildings look like shit. They do. They just they don't look the like they're doing very like well. well. When you open, will you be, and this might seem a little out there from the field, but this is actually very important to me. Will you be having groups that can come in? Will you be giving back to the community, like giving free rides for children with special needs, like autism, who might have sensory overload and don't do well in crowds? Will you be offering things like that to parents and to families? We already have three programs set up for that. Oh, good. That's Um, awesome. Uh we we also will work with the boys and girls clubs and the schools to give free vouchers for the children to uh, ride the carousel and of course special needs. We will have a handicap rail on the carousel so that we can accommodate anybody that has any special needs. So uh, I just ha- I just okay. want this to be. It seems like that this is a negative 
conversation. <laughs> well, I'm sorry and, you feel that way. I think I'm just trying well, to voice a lot of concerns that people do have. And, and, and it seems like you haven't come up with any of the really good things that we have done. We have provided places for our elderly to come and, and join and use their skills. Mm-hmm. About 350 people. We have provided a place for almost everybody in this town tells me when I have people from out of town come and visit, I take them to the carousel. Mm-hmm. You know, all of those good things. You mean both. I've had people say to me, my husband's life has been extended because he has been able to work on this carousel. I have had people tell me, you know, all different kinds of positive things. And this particular, uh, and I do know that there is some negatives. There is some negatives. And there is some what-ifs. And there also is some risks. But if you don't take risks, nothing ever happens. If if, If I don't do anything with that building down there across from the post office, Nothing is going to be gained. Mm-hmm. But if we can make that carousel work, and I believe that we can, I have spent 13 years of my life working on this right. every day. That's including Sunday. That's including, and I wouldn't do that if I didn't believe in it. I don't believe that all of our other people would if they didn't believe in it. You know, you say that there's all of these bad things that are happening, there's a downturn and all of this. Well, these are some well, real valid concerns. It. Yes, I under, and, and I do understand that. But also, let's look at it. what is this going to hurt? The city's not going to take this over. The city doesn't. The city did buy the property for us from... Uh, Kara, but there's no strings attached to that. Oh, the city bought the property. So, are, have you paid back the city then for the property they purchased? That's, no, they gave us the money. Well, I guess you can say then that if this doesn't work, it the city has taken a loss, right? Well, not any more than any of the other places that they gave money for Kara and it didn't work. Yeah, but, but that's. But, kind of a relaxed attitude about it. Look, Wendy, I really appreciate your time and I appreciate the conversation we've had. I want to wish you the best of luck when this opens. We'll be there. I'm looking forward to that yes, and, and I really and, and, do hope it works out. Well, I I just want the record to read that I I am not real pleased with this. I understand. Conversation. Right. Well, but yeah. I think if, if to say all the positives, to say everything's 100% positive and at least not explore the concerns some people have, I don't think that's very fair to the citizens of the community either, because I can't be the only person going, hey, one way or another, the community's taking a loss if this doesn't work. And I understand you have people traveling. I understand you guys have Facebook likes. I understand you have all these things. But people being interested and people being customers are two different things. Yeah, the other part of that is that you wanted to only talk about the negative. You didn't want to talk about Well, those about need the to positive. be. No, I asked some questions about, you know, how you plan on giving back to the community. I praised you for not being in competition with the, the restaurants downtown. I asked questions about how you're going to be serving children with special needs. There's questions there, I think, that, you know, 
kind of give you the opportunity to tell the positives, how you plan on doing a positive impact to the community and giving back. But I do think it's important to explore the other concerns that people might have. And and I agree with that, but I think it was heavy on that side. Well, I, I don't plan on making this a negative thing. However, I think it's important to get those concerns out there and, and be a voice for the people. And, and you know what? That's okay. I am all right. Do you think that I have done this for as many years as I have, and I haven't had anybody come at me with negative stuff? Well, you're kind of sounding like that right now. <laughs> well, no, I, I'm, what I'm saying is, is, do you believe that, I mean, you're not the first person that has said negative things. Well, I'm not trying to be negative, Wendy. It just, I do have some concerns. And I have to admit, getting this this thing in the mail, this flyer in the mail asking to give money for an imaginary dinner, it was kind of insulting in a way for me as a person to go, my God, this is kind of, you know, just ask for the money. You don't put together this elaborate thing and say, by the way, we're not going to give this any to you. Ha ha. <laughs> but we want your money. It, it, it was kind of insulting. And so I'm not trying to be negative, but I think you need to. Okay, and, and, and you know what? You're not the first person that has talked to me about that. And I do, before we do that again, I am going to have our fundraisers um, change that. Oh, good. And, and, and I appreciate you telling me that uh, because, you know, that I, we certainly don't want to hurt anybody's feelings or insult anybody. That's certainly not what my intentions are. But um, my intentions are to do something good. Mm-hmm. So, Roxanne, could you give me your last name? I, I only go by the name Roxanne. Wow. So you want my full name, but you won't give me yours. I It's just my radio name. I go by the name Roxanne. Mm-hmm. I well, wanna, that's a little insulting to me. <laughs> well, okay. I guess we're even now. I want to thank you for your time, Wendy, and I hope you have a great afternoon, and thank you for your time. Wow, Roxanne. Uh, you, you were a little negative. I think I might agree with that lady. Oh, come it, on. That, but anyway, that was interesting, and you ruined her day. <laughs> wasn't trying to ruin her day. I mean, I appreciate that she took the time to talk to me and that she stayed on the phone with me and she answered my questions and addressed my concerns. But I don't think my concerns are any more negative than other people who live here who are like going, you know, we need some roads fixed. What the fuck's with the carousel? (laughs) You know? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm still left with some questions. I'm still... You know, telling me that Salem does it, so we're going to do it, it just doesn't fly with me. I mean, that's really... I kind of want to know if Salem really does well with the carousel thing. I have no idea. And is it owned by the city, or is it a private organization like this one is? I have no idea. Who foots the bill if Salem doesn't make it? You know, I have some questions. And I I wasn't trying to be negative, and I do think, you know, there's some positives... um, that they're doing, not necessarily what they're trying to accomplish, but I think it's it's admirable that they're not trying to do compete business with downtown uh, small business restaurants, things like that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't have a big, I, I don't think it'd be a big deal if they did that, you know. I but, do. Okay, well, maybe I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Just, so yeah, maybe I'll go there for lunch now instead of Big Town Hero and have a hot dog yeah. or popcorn or cotton candy. Yep. Yeah, I don't. I mean. Two things. She says she's not 
going to compete with restaurants downtown for families. However, the fact they are providing food that's going to fill kids, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're kind of taking away in a little but bit they're of gonna a way. Bring, they're going to bring in so many people to Albany. Yeah, but they're all so going to be- go there. Where else are they going to go? <laughs> well, I was being sarcastic. <laughs> I, hate, I hate for this to all sound so negative because I hope it works out. I think it'd be awesome if it really did work out. How's it going to be awesome? Just because it would bring people to Albany to spend money wherever. You know, if they're here, they might go somewhere else besides the carousel, right? Like where? Where would you go? If you were out of town and you came to a carousel, where would you go? Target. (laughs) Fred Meyer's on the way out back to the interstate. Okay. Where else? I don't know. I'm just saying getting people in town, that's a big part of tourism or whatever, right? Right. You just get them in town and hope that they, you know... A certain percentage of them, they're going to spend their money here. I don't know. If I was coming from out of town and I had my kids here and I took them to the carousel, first of all, I'd be exhausted after an hour. I just want them in the car and to take a nap on the way home. That's kind of where I would be. I'm just saying I think it would be good if it did do good, if the whole thing did do really well. well. Everything would be great if it worked out well. Everything would be great if this was a Pollyanna world and... Everything was filled with crystal prisms on the walls. I mean, that would be fabulous. But the reality of it is... I wish her the best. (laughs) I hope it works out. Okay, you can be the Pollyanna here. (laughs) But the reality of it is... No, I agree with the possible reality. Right. It could go either way. I just don't see what they're going to be doing downtown. I do think it's great that they they are uh, making this accessible for children, people with disabilities. And they're Uh, trying. Yeah. And I think it's great that they're they're going to be doing... um, Do you think she really spent 13 years total? I mean, nonstop, she said every single day? Yeah, she sounded pretty stressed out. (laughs) I think she sounds pretty committed to this. I'm not trying to doubt her or anything. I I don't know. It seems... Wow. I think that... um, I'm a little interested how they plan on doing the... um, the carousel for children with special needs, because uh, a big part of it I can see being a real problem is the music, sensory overload for children. But <laughs> seriously, <laughs> but, um, you know, I do think those are great things. And in a way that is giving back to the community in a humanitarian way. And that is just as important as rebuilding the economy from a financial standpoint. But they have to be paired together, kind of like their imaginary dinner and wine. <laughs> If it's going to oh, be you know, you a should, full you should, experience. When you were talking to her about the concession stand, you should, you should have asked, "Is this? are these going to be imaginary hot dogs? <laughs> that would have been great. Let's call her back. <laughs> you call her back. No, no, no. Let's leave her, leave her alone. You she's already not liking me. And I feel bad because she sounds like a nice lady. She sounds like a lady who has a great intent and she sounds very passionate about it and that it's coming from her heart. I don't and good think she's for her trying for making to pull one over her dream on us. come true. Yes. That's, I mean, I think that's really cool. That is. I mean, she's obviously worked a long time for this. And and I, I give her just a huge high five. <laughs> hey, do you remember the carousel that was in the uh, Heritage Mall? No. We... When I first moved here, I moved here in 2005. Moved okay. back here. You know, I used right. to live here. Well, I um, wasn't here in 2005. That's probably why. Okay. Yeah. It, it was just maybe for the first year that I was here, there was a giant carousel in the mall. And it was really, really huge. You know, it went all the way to the ceiling. It was it was really cool looking. But it, no one was ever on it. <laughs> I, I went to the mall a lot back then, and I really didn't, never saw people on it that often. Yeah. Huh. I don't even think I took my kids on it. 
I, I think I, I'm sure I would have asked my kids if they want to go on to, onto it, and would they, I don't think they wanted to. Was it just like a carousel the mall rented, or did the city put it in, or what? Was I that? have no idea. I just know it was there when we moved in, and it disappeared maybe a year later in 2006. I think or the so. only carousel I ever it was knew. really impressive. It was a cool looking carousel. Was it? Mm-hmm. Tons it of was, animals, or I don't remember the animals, but it was huge and it was really cool looking. Hmm. I can say that about it. Yeah, there's something positive about them all. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the only carousel I ever remember in that mall is that little tiny one, you know, you put a couple of quarters in your kid's ride. It has like two or three little small animals. and Oh, yeah, yeah like in the front are, of a Kmart or something. Yeah, those are awful. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you can't compare carousels to those. Yeah, well, you hell? know, in the world of a child, those are pretty. those are pretty big. So, I don't know. I, you know, more power to her. And, and I think it's awesome. She's living her dream and she's trying to make it reality to make other people happy. I really feel her intent is good. However, I still feel that there are some real concerns about how this is going to help the community and how it's going to uh, even out the money that the community's already put into this. I've supported the carousel, by the way. I bought a brick for $100. You did. A real brick, not an imaginary brick. Uh-huh. <laughs> And also my daughter, I, I don't know why this is really weird, but she, her and one of her friends, they pooled some money together and they bought a brick. Mm-hmm. So they've gotten 200 bucks from my family. Well, maybe we should buy a brick. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's buy a brick. Just so we Wendy knows. we something really crazy or insulting on it? Just so Wendy this knows. This will fail. No. <laughs> this is a <our> real brick. <laughs> Just so Winnie knows that, you know, our heart is in the right place. And, and you know, I want to support people who are living their dream. Um, I kind of wish the city of Albany would help me live my dream. And maybe they could forgive a loan and get me a house. <laughs> That'd, That'd be, be awesome. Nice. Right? <laughs> I'll give back to the economy. You know, maybe we should do that. Maybe we should buy a brick. So, you know, she knows our heart's in the right place and we want to support her. But, you know, sometimes you have to play devil's advocate just to try to get to the heart of the matter and sp- speak. The, the brick is it going to say Heritage Mall Blues podcast? And yes. she'll see that and she'll be like, "Fuck these people! Give them their money back! No, <laughs> don't need their support." I I think they'd take the support. I mean, if they're willing to take money for you know imaginary shit, yep. <laughs> you know, maybe we should do that. This gift is because they they give us a, a little box here on this flyer. This gift is in honor or memory of. You can choose. Maybe we could put in memory of you know Heritage Mall Blues podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Our interview. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Rub some salt into Wendy's wounds. No, there's no salt. I mean, come on. They're they're would be getting money. I guess. Whatever. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm done with this topic. I am too. <laughs> <laughs> Since we recorded that conversation with Wendy, I got to interview and talk with Kate Portia, who's the Economic Development and Urban Renewal Manager for a program known as CARA at CA. Should we mention that it's been approximately a week oh, since yeah. we talked to Wendy? Sorry. And since- a week since we've had that conversation with Wendy. Yes. Okay. So so even though we just said we're done with this topic, it, it's over with. Yeah. We're coming back. Prepare for more because <laughs> Roxanne. We're coming back because that interview with Wendy left me with some more questions, I think, than answers. And I really felt that she was skirting around some of my real concerns. And now CARE is the program that the Albany Historic Carousel of Albany, Oregon boasts that they've received grants from, that Wendy talked about, how the city's given them money. And on the back of a pamphlet that we picked up this weekend at one of the antique malls in downtown, because as adults, we like to go there without kids. That's right. Um, (laughs) 
It says on the back here, grants received to date, City of Albany through the Central Albany Revitalization Agency. That's the program also known as CARA, C-A-R-A. And so I talked to Kate Porsche, who's in charge of this whole program, and I asked her some questions about the Albany Carousel program. And she explained to me in this phone uh, conversation I had with her that there have been two loans given to the Albany Carousel Project. And these loans are considered forgivable loans if the project completes X, Y, and Z by a certain date or a certain completion of actions. In this case, the two loans were in the amounts of $300,000 and $110,000. What's X, Y, and Z though? Well, X, Y, and Z is, well, okay, in the case of the $300,000 loan, that was given for the property purchase. And it becomes forgivable upon completion of the carousel. And in the case of the second loan, the $110,000 loan given for design and architectural design, the XYZ is completion of the building. So they need to knock down the building and complete the building. Okay. So at the time that I spoke with Kate on the phone, she didn't have the completion dates before her. So she wrote me an email with that information. And she said, "Um, Roxanne, thanks for your email. I looked up the contracts for the carousel. The most recent agreement, forgivable loan of $110,000 for architectural services, refers to forgiveness of the loan if the building is complete by December 31st, 2015. So 11 days from (laughs) the day we're recording this. I don't know if we'll have the podcast out by then. Yeah. Well, December 31st, 2015. I think it's safe to say it's not going to happen. You don't think so? You don't think they're going (laughs) to tear down the building and have it completely finished? A Christmas miracle. (laughs) (laughs) It could happen. The older ag- you're going to feel really dumb if that happens. If you go there on New Year's Eve and it's all up and running, it's full of kids. You know, <laughs> I will buy if it if that happens. I will go down there and buy every person an imaginary hot dog. I swear. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Going on with the email, we left off December 31st, 2015. Kate continues on with the older agreement refers to a completion date of seven one two thousand twelve. So that tells you how long ago. You know, the $300,000 loan was given out a while ago. On this one, though, I believe, but would need to check, that the new contract date supersedes this date. That is, if both would be the 12 31 15 date. So the building would need to come down, and a new building would have to go up, and it would have to be opened by 12 31 15 in order for, you know these loans to be forgivable. Yep. Again, I think it's safe to say it's not happening. So Kate continues but on. But never say never. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, be a believer like Wendy. (laughs) Oh, whatever. And (laughs) Kate continues on. Also, the completion of the project to which this older contract refers is defined in an attachment to the contract, which I would have to look through our older files to get an answer on this. With the 12-31-15 expiration date of the carousel, we'll be requesting an extension on that. We plan to have this on our January CARA Advisory Board meeting agenda. All of our meetings are open to the public, and you are welcome to attend if you'd like to see how the meetings work or voice your thoughts on any of our projects. So if I'm going by Kate's response, my thoughts are that, well, they've missed the deadline. (laughs) It sounds like they've missed the deadline a couple of times, if I'm understanding this correctly. If that's the case, I think that the carousel has shown that they don't have the funds. They're not getting the interest to get this done on a projected date. And it sounds like they're going to have to get another extension. Yeah, I they're guess just, they're putting it off to make up more imaginary dinners. And <laughs> no, no, way. no, I'm just concerned at what point is the city going to say enough? We're done. 
we're done giving you extension. We're not going to do this anymore. You know, you need to come up with the money to pay us back, you know, or move forward. Here's the deadline. Either you're going to do it and move forward or you're not. It's not up to the city. It's not up to the taxpayers to say, yeah, we're going to keep giving you all these extensions until you get the money. If you don't want the city involved with this project and you don't want them to have any control over it and you don't want it to be city run, then come up with the money on your own. Follow get a bank the loan. contract. Get you're right. Get a bank loan. Go to what, like what a is normal person. Them? That's what I would have to do. <laughs> I understand they don't want to go into debt, but in a way, right now they can't technically say they're without debt because they haven't done X, Y, and Z yet. So technically, they do have a debt. The loans aren't forgivable yet. And I have to say, I thought it was very brazen of Wendy to say when I asked him, would the city be losing money over this if they weren't able to do this? And Wendy's attitude or, well, what she said to me, her response was, well, not any more than any of the other places that they gave money for Kara and it didn't work. Wow. I mean, (laughs) this is public money. And she just sounds like she's taken a real relaxed attitude with it. And to be honest with you, by the extensions that they're getting, the fact that they haven't been uh, keeping up to their end of it because they can't get the money to fund it kind of makes me feel like she's taking the city on a ride for her dream. Could be. Yeah. I don't see how it's benefiting the community at all. I still, I still have hopes that it'll work out. they'll, They'll build the carousel and people will come to it. I can't see it being a huge draw or anything, but maybe they'll break even. Yeah, but maybe. I, I <laughs> I mean, maybe they'll make a huge profit. I don't know. I don't know how the carousel business works. Well, it all comes back to, but who's got to profit? They do. Right. Um, in fact, Wendy said here was a city of Albany Central Albany Revitalization Area Advisory Board uh, meeting held on Wednesday, January 18th of 2012. Wendy Kirby says here, she said that even though the carousel does not bring tax increment into the city, it does bring 2,000 to 3,000 people a month. If even half of those people eat, buy gas or shop, that brings energy to downtown. She again thanked the Carrot Advisory Board for its support and said she believes that the carousel is an important part of downtown. So she she understands that this is really not going to benefit the city, she says, other than they're going to eat, buy gas, or shop. And the thing is, they're providing food. She says snack food. I don't know about you, but if I go to this place and I buy my toddler or five-year-old or whatever, three hot dogs or four hot dogs, they're not going to want to go to a restaurant downtown and eat because they've gotten food right there. So in a way, she is competing with downtown business. And they would have to go buy gas on what? By Fred Meyers? There's not even a gas station down here, is there, nearby? No, none. And yeah, yeah not there, there's nothing town, in, yeah, there's no gas stations in downtown, near near downtown even. Yeah, well, not on a, not on a drive here. I mean, once you come over that little, the little miniature over, <laughs> overpass, there's really not within shot on the way to the carousel, isn't there? All on the other side of town, right? And she's saying here that that they'll bring energy to the downtown, but they're not going to be buying gas downtown here because there's no gas station nearby. So true. Cross that out. Food. Cross that out. Or shop. Yes. Let's take all the kids on a carousel ride and go antique shopping with our toddlers. Because hey. <laughs> so she says they currently have two thousand to three thousand people visiting the carousel each day. A month. Per month. Oh, yes, yeah, per month. Project. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So that's, I'm looking at my calculator here. That's uh, 2,000 would be 66 people per day. <laughs> and I don't know. I, I'm at the post office every day. I don't see big crowds around the carousel building. Right. I mean, I think that she's, she has to be including school bus loads of children. 
Or she the, has to be. The workers, the people that carve the horses? No, <laughs> I, I, no I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that. I'm yes, not, you should. I think it's funny. <laughs> I'm not trying to say Wendy's not Full of shit? being... A, <laughs> All right, I'll be quiet, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I can't say it's not happening, but yeah, when we were down there, there were no other visitors except for us. Oh, yeah, it was just us. And, and that was, what, a Saturday or Sunday, yeah, right? I think it was, it was a Saturday. Yeah, and it was really quiet. It was really that, that's quiet. That's usually how it is. I, I've been in there myself just to check things out for, you know, throughout the years, maybe, um, I don't know, maybe once or twice a year for the past few years. Right. Because I think it's, I, I just think it's cool to see them, the, the carving that they're doing in there. Mm-hmm. But and and yeah, it's it's always it's it's just me and whoever I bring with me and maybe a couple other people in there that that aren't working. Mm-hmm. But yeah, let me let me calculate here on my calculator. Sixty six yeah. divided by where do they open like eight hours a day? I guess something like that. Uh, well, it's open ten a.m. to four p.m. Monday through Saturday, and open until nine p.m. on Wednesdays. And while you're calculating that, I I would just like to point out it's opened. 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So unless you're not working or you take a day off Monday through Friday, who's coming to visit between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m.? Everyone's at work. That's true. Well, anyway, what I was looking at is, uh, you know, 66 people a day, if it's 2,000 people per month, divided by, so what, six hours a day it's open? Yeah. Oh, I guess I didn't need a calculator. That's 11 people per hour. Until 9 p.m. on Wednesdays. So okay. that? Whatever, whatever. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Eleven people an hour. I've I've been in there quite a few times and I haven't seen that. So it's it's yeah. I, I, I don't just know. I'm not sure I've seen eleven people in there ever at once. Right. I guess I'm just not seeing the facts to support what's being presented. Okay. Um I'm sure there's more information I'm not privy to that I haven't seen. I mean I've I've only got my internet research here and things like that. But from what I've seen I'm not seeing facts to support that currently they could go four months without being in the black. And I think the city at some point needs to say, hey, you obviously haven't been able to get the money raised to keep contract. So, you know, at some point the city needs to say, hey, enough. You need to figure it out. Here's a deadline. And they need to keep to that because... Or maybe um, they're just like, holy crap, we gave all this money. So I guess we just need to keep giving them extensions and because, you know, what are, what are we going to do otherwise? It's like well, it doesn't have the you, money to pay us back. Not true. They have a lot of money. Pay back the community. Give, give back the $300,000, the $110,000, $410,000, and then raise the money privately on your own for your project. That could work too. I don't know. But anything else? Any more crazy research that you've done all week? Um, no, not really. Um, you know, like, you should. We should put links to all this stuff that you found. Put it in the show notes on heritagemallblues.com. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And, and that way people can see what you found this week. So are we done with this carousel thing? We've been talking about done it forever. Done with the carousel thing. It's taken up so much space. I think we probably should maybe end the show and yep. just continue next time. <laughs> on, the, on the next episode of Heritage Mall Blues. Yes, no more carousel stuff. It's making me dizzy. I'm sure as this thing progresses, we'll revisit the topic. And, oh, yeah. You know, yep. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, I think we should get going. I think we should end the show. End it, absolutely. Uh, before we go, we should mention uh, that we have an email address. What's our email address? Podcast at heritagemallblues.com. Okay, if you want to chime in with your thoughts on the whole carousel thing right. or anything else related to the area, you know, any topics you'd like us to talk about, yeah. you can also leave a voicemail at 541-497-7859. Right. 
and uh, maybe we'll play your voicemail on the air if it doesn't suck. <laughs> if you're not a shitty person, we'll put you on the air, okay? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, it's been fun. I had a good time. I don't think I'm going to quit this podcast. Maybe I'll do another episode or two. Yeah, we should do that. Absolutely. And if anybody has any ideas, definitely topics they want to hear about or talk about or just rant and rave about. Um, or if you want to criticize us for sucking, that's yeah, fine too. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you. I'm, Absolutely. I'm Call us and just fuck off. We sure. deserve it after, <laughs> after all that. Yeah, definitely. Or if you want to tell me I'm too negative and uh, Alex is too nice, fine. Go ahead. Do that. It's true. I agree. Yeah. Well, but I hear negative. that a lot. No, my boyfriend tells me I'm negative. He tells me I'm too fucking negative all the time. But, you know, I'm also telling him to get his ass in the kitchen to cook me dinner. So I don't know what his problem is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should thank the Albany Project. That's a, uh, a band of some sort. It's uh, I first heard of them on MySpace. They're the MySpace. ones that <laughs> yeah, they're the ones that do the Heritage Mall Blues song that we uh, started out with. And I don't know, maybe we'll just end with now because what else are we going to play? Right. But they have a Facebook now. They've upgraded from MySpace. They have Facebook.com/slash Albany Project. If you like the Heritage Mall Blues song, uh, he gave us permission to use that title. The Heritage Mall Blues is our podcast name. So. Thank you, Albany Project yes, guy. Yes, thank you, Albany Project guy. You're awesome. And I would leave that on your MySpace page, but I'm really way too cool and don't have one anymore. And I'm lying, I do. I do too. Yeah. <laughs> I got the heritage mall. to the people.